Hey y'all, this is Jasmine Castile and I am going to start a brand new podcast called Hands Off My Podcast. This true crime podcast is for the lost voices of family or friends. They have the story of their loved ones that are or were unalived, missing, human trafficked, or exploited because of being a person of color and would love to share your story. Please contact me at handsoffmypodcast at gmail.com. Let's make your voice no longer the voiceless. If you fall in my community of LGBTQ2 spirits, Asian American Pacific Islander, Black Indigenous people of color, then you're my people. Or if you like to follow and share on any of your listening podcast apps. Dios te bendiga. Today, I have two guests, Brock Hard and Ginger Grace of Backhand Sally, located here in Texas. Recently, they received the International Singer-Songwriters Association Award, which performs a variety of Americana, rock, blues, and country. Topics of discussion, their journey in the music industry, and their upcoming release of their second album, Give a warm welcome to ever-blessed Ginger Grace and Brock Hard. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure to even get to speak with some upcoming celebs in, oh. in the area. So this is pretty cool. I love it. What part of, uh, what part of the area are you? Uh, are you you're DFW, I guess? Uh, I, live, I live in Greenville. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Yeah, I would, wasn't sure which... Um, yeah, and one of your charts that you posted, you were number one on that chart. I was like, that's pretty hip. <laughs> number yeah. one. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Number one. Um, in Greenville, Texas. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Hey, that's in, okay. In your neighborhood only. <laughs> I think we're number yeah. three on the Americana charts in Rockwall, Texas. So, you know, we take it where we can get it. Nice, nice. Kudos. I was looking at some of your videos as well as your website. And you are like... Such a extensive background and you're you have a wide variety of sound in your in you've gone from music from like to me I heard was ska and Latin music, country, rock. And um I used to be a first and second soprano singer. I played violin, cello. So oh, wow. And I was also a Afro-Caribbean dancer, Latin dancer. So that's cool. Plus, I was considered a singing bartender back in the day. So I was looking at one of your cool <laughs> videos that you were doing, Proud Mary. And that was like my all-time favorite oh. like, finale song. Everyone's like, do that one, do that one, or I play, or I'll sing something like a, a vamp uh song, um uh Allison Chains or something like that, Man in the Box, oh, wow. which is my all-time favorite. People were like, oh my Man God, you can say like that song. Yeah. yeah. So the, the thing I don't know, I don't know your particular ethnic persuasion, but you're talking, you're saying you're a, a salsa, or I'm sorry, an Afro-Caribbean dancer. But see, the, let me tell you something about these white women. They think that that salsa dancing is just shaking their hips. And I and I got no problem with that, to be honest. I think that's, that's right on the money. <laughs> How do you salsa dance? I just shake my hips. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know how to salsa dance until I'm about four or five drinks in. And then I'm just like straight up 
you know, then, then you can't then, stop him from then, salsa dancing. Then you can't stop me. Yeah, Celia <laughs> Cruz is my is my best friend at that point. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, I, I mean, I'm Afro Latina, so I have that's like our culture. We do yeah, the merengue, sure. bachata, cumbia, salsa, and so it's um just kind of enriched in my heritage to doing that. So it just came naturally with or without alcohol induced. So. <laughs> awesome. Actually, I should just say, welcome, Ginger. Welcome, Brock. I should just do that one <laughs> instead of being like, right, right. like straight up to like, yeah. dive Thanks right in, right? <laughs> just dive right in, girl. Don't um, hold your nose or anything. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited uh, for this opportunity that you have to speak to us. It's a, uh, Wonderful thing that, you, that that's uh, happened to you today. <laughs> Be the highlight of your week, I'm sure. <laughs> Have you gone through any other podcasts or radio stations so far? Yeah, um, we've we've done uh, several. And one and when, and if this gets transcribed on the print, you know, be sure to just put like you know asterisk. You know, he's not being overly serious. Close asterisk because you know some of this this humor is hard to transfer. He's not. He's not that full of himself you know and oh no i'm cynical only, too he, he only refers to himself in the third person also I forgot <laughs> <to do that. laughs> we've done um we've done a couple of radio things in dallas um there's just a couple of local ones there's mesquite radio k-n-o-n that we've mm-hmm. uh, as we've done that a couple of times um okay good friend of our of ours roby nikolai she's got a uh uh, a pod is it a podcast the add she's, show she's got an add show podcast and that's uh right out of downtown dallas um, okay. I, I couldn't tell you cause I don't remember all of the things that we've done, but we've done, we've done several. It's been a few and years, but we've done several throughout the years. Yeah. We've, we've done a few, several of them and, and it's always a good time. Uh, so, you know, before, before everybody's favorite pandemic, you know, a lot of these things were in person. Um, we did, wow. uh, what was her name? Um, the guitar sanctuary lady. We did her radio oh, show. Oh yeah. The Maylee Thomas show, the homegrown uh, Texas, yeah, homegrown, Texas radio homegrown radio show. Radio. Yeah. So, so we've, we've done a number of these things and, and they're all uh, they all kind of ask the same questions, but but we we make a, a good time out of it either way. So mm-hmm. so well, we're good. not. I don't want to say we're we're seasoned at it, but but we've we've, we've done know, a few. Of them. This is not our first <laughs> not our first rodeo. Okay, well you probably teach me a little thing or two anyway. So <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So I wanted to know more exactly what got you guys together. Like, what was the reason behind becoming the band, becoming partners within? a passion of this music that you on this journey that you have. We both kind of got, uh, we've both always been sort of musicians. Um, we've always been, we both started out as, is, you know, cover bands or, or just, you know, being a guitar player, being a singer or this or that, and, uh, playing weddings and parties and bars and stuff like that. Um, but she was the one that I guess before me had started writing her own music, and that kind of got me going into it as well. Um, it was just a, um, you just, you just change and you evolve, you know, it, it got boring for me at least just to play the same, to play proud Mary every gig. Well, you know, you're talking about playing that and it's a great time to have, but to do it every gig, you know, and I don't, and I, and it, you find, you find ways to express yourself, um, through other people's music, but, but you're not really getting the opportunity to express, you know, all the ideas that you have as an individual until you're, doing your own music, mm-hmm. uh, whether, you know, you know, or doing your own art, whether that be through drawing or, or, or even acting voice acting, you can still express yourself. Um, but we, we just found that music was, a one of the ways that we had had the most fun 
expressing our not not necessarily political ideas, but just um, evaluations of, of life and love and and all things in between. Um, so we, it's just an evolutionary thing for us, really. Yeah. So did you start like in a garage, like some musicians start off? With their... <laughs> we've, we've always no. There's nothing wrong with that. We no. We've, I don't. I love garages. Nothing's happening in a garage outside the besides. We have yeah. practiced in my daddy's barn before. We have. So we have yeah, done that. We, <laughs> okay. We've, we've we've been we were professionals, and I'm not saying that garage isn't professional. I'm just saying we we were of a professional nature before we got into the original. Uh, artistry part of it so we were doing you know uh, like i said weddings and, and corporate events and things like that um but but you know after that when, when you get into the writing process then we kind of started getting together as far as uh, our minds coming together and that that's uh, you know we don't really write in the garage but you know in the living room or the kitchen or whatever the case may be that's where you start getting the you know into into the real the, you know the artistry i think um at least for us that's when you really get into you know what's the word that rhymes with calendar so it's a lot of um, morning. oh i have this idea let's write this song at one o'clock in the morning or something like that so so really i think um i think uh just a need so what started it is if maybe that was the original question i think it was just a need to express ourselves in a way that we weren't able to do singing prince or singing Tina Turner or, or that's a, we love know. doing this too but when you have your own voice and you're trying to get it out there you just have to make that decision yeah mm-hmm. very and, very and we just did that <laughs> yeah very you know there's a lot of people that, that do cover music and, and make a name for themselves doing it but very seldom does an artist get to express yourself for us at least let me say let me word it that way for us we found that we really had to get into our our own craft uh, and our own original music to where we were expressing the things that we wanted to do yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What kind of challenge did you have? What did you love to dig into trying to find, trying to search your your niche or cr- maybe even create a different genre? Um, well, the, the, first challenge? Challenge, yeah. the first challenge with being an original artist is getting anybody to pay attention to you, mm-hmm. um, especially around these parts. Dallas is 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 very, I in my opinion, closed off to new music. Um it's a tribute band it, scene. Every, everybody wants to, you know, everybody wants to hear you play Fleetwood Mac or they want you to mm-hmm. play George Strait or they want you to play this. And as soon as you say, oh, this is an original song, they're, you know, they, they shut their ears off immediately. Hmm. Um, there's, there's very few listening venues and and the venues that are listening venues, they don't want to pay you any money because, you know, they, they don't think they can make they can make a, a big crowd off of off of you off of you know your original music and, and le- until you're a big name then you're a big name and everybody loves you and everybody mm-hmm. wants wants to you know call you babe and all this kind of crap <laughs> but um but you know until you make a name for yourself they don't want anything to do with you uh and if any if any of the local venue owners are listening to this they're gonna say oh we support local music yes yeah, there are some that screw do you but... you don't I'll, I'll call them out i don't mind. You can put that on. <laughs> they, they they don't want to pay they want you to come and play for nothing and then um, but not the ones we play. No. <laughs> yeah, but not the yeah. people that I like. Those are good people. Um, but that but that's the first big challenge. You know, writing is easy. I, I think. I mean, I think the writing is easy. I think it's fun, and I and I and I think I think there's a a real sense of accomplishment when you when you've written something fun. But the the that's four percent of the work. You know, writing the song is five percent of the work. The mm-hmm. the ninety five percent of it is getting people to listen to it, and and we are just now. Uh, getting to the point where we're getting people to to take us um, uh, we've always been great musicians and we've always had a, a, a real ability to, to to create but 
when we're not, it's just been recently that we've had people sort of taking us seriously and willing to listen to, you know, our ideas. So. And letting us play and wanting to book us to play our originals. Right. You know, kind of, we always mix in the covers that we know people want to hear just because we're entertainers too. But when people are requesting our songs, that's, that's where we're kind of are now. And so that other 95% of the work is finally paying off. So Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? Whataburger. Anywhere in the world. Where would you travel, Brooke? I'm hungry. So any, anywhere that has a burger or a pizza. I'm not all that like, you know, exotic. Spain. Oh, I can already God. tell you. Mallorca, Spain. That is like on my list of uh, where I want to go and get a house and live on the coast in Mallorca, Spain. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I'm originally my ancestors are from spain so that's pretty nice cool. yeah yeah it's so pretty there well the pictures that i see are beautiful there and oh, yeah. i watched a lot of travel shows or uh hgtv when they're internationally buying houses and i'm like yes what five hundred dollars a month for that <laughs> let me move wow <laughs> and now more and more with the pandemic i'm like how soon can i get over there and just live <laughs> on the beach and and be done with it <laughs> Exactly. And I'll just play at the little local uh, bars in Mallorca and that'll be my retirement plan. <laughs> there you go. You never know. People don't wait till they retired age. You told us the year you're born and you told us your birthday. Now all I need to know is your favorite, your first pet's name. And uh, mother's maiden your, name. your mother's maiden name. <laughs> no. <laughs> Looking for a pass, my password code, my secret. Yeah, yeah. Password. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I think I just want to go anywhere with the beach. You can put that on the record. Write that down. Anywhere with the beach. Yeah. That's me. That's where white, I want to go. They have white sand, black sand, yellow. I, I mean, blue, blue, purple, black. I don't care what color. The same. <laughs> I thing. love the black sand. Black sand yeah. is just, it just feels a black different. Beach. Just, just the real white sand ones in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So Spain is on the list for, there for you me. Go. Anywhere there's a beach for Brock. So. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> You just stick them in the luggage. You're like, okay, you're going to go. It doesn't yeah. matter what, what you say. How many, stamps, how many stamps does this need? Croatia. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's going to be the Paddington bear, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So what type of work makes up the happiest part of your day? Does, does work have to make our have the day happy? I think anything involving. You know, our- uh, I actually really enjoy songwriting <laughs> um, but more so when it's like spontaneous spontaneous like if i get an idea and i will be in the middle of something that i probably really need to be doing and i stop and i sit down and i those are the songs that usually come out in about five minutes the whole song and you don't have to come back through so so those are are fun parts of my day when they happen and then aside from that um you put right if you got take the write the notes the happiest part of my day is when when the work is done the work gets done right when that happens. That's the happiest part of my day. I was going to say the other part of work I like to do is making food. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Because then I get to eat it. So that's <laughs> <laughs> I do like to do that. That's the best part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making it and then eating it. There you go. If you call if you call being a mom a single job, which uh, a single mom a job, that's great. But then I'm going I'm to call being a stay at home dad with no kids at my job. That's awesome. <laughs> that's that's completely. That sounds strenuous. Very backbreaking. My, right my stress level was through the charts. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
He's got goals. Yeah, he does. Hashtag <laughs> single dad, no kids, goals. <laughs> what you got now? All right. So what changed for you since the pandemic? Oh, God. <laughs> the, the entire way, uh, our entire business plan had to change as musicians. Previous to the pandemic, we were playing well over 100 shows a year. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of full band shows. We were really getting into bigger audiences. You know, instead of just playing small venues, we were playing larger ones, festivals, growing that audience. And then as soon as the pandemic hit and everything closed, we were like, crap, how do you be a musician now? So we really pivoted and kind of learned how to connect with our fans in a different way, more organically, I guess you could say. And podcasts, podcasts, a lot of Facebook live shows to begin with. And through that, we have, um, uh, we we work partner with some other companies that host our live shows, which is better because it's not Facebook Live. So the people that are watching us come there to watch us. It's like they're getting a concert in their homes. So we're, it, it we're, just we're, we're big in India. We really are. <laughs> it's funny. We do a show <laughs> once a month and we'll have like 200 watchers from India. It's And that's great. That's what the pandemic has done for us is because we probably never would have had that audience prior to the pandemic, because we wouldn't have thought to reach out to these platforms. So we work with a couple of those. And then we just kind of restructured the way we play. Uh, we used to do a lot of full band stuff. And then when things opened back up, it, they, they really weren't, the, the money wasn't there anymore. So we really developed our, our duo show more because we were together all the time and there was nowhere to go and nothing to do. So we just improved our music and started writing more and we finished our second album and that's what we did during the pandemic. So it was good. And, you know, money wise, it was a little bit of a hit, but business structure wise, it just taught us how to adapt and maybe even get more, singing, more with the times digitally. Singing with a mask and playing guitar with rubber gloves was tough at, at the beginning, <laughs> but I'm getting better at it now, you know. Well, I so, mean, that's that's some artists, musicians, original costume when they get on stage. So, that, I mean, that could have been a fad. Yeah. You know, <laughs> played it out, if you played it out really well, I mean, Kiss and... Slipknot, you know, they come yeah. out with their, their yeah. <laughs> ACDC. <Absolutely>. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, musicians, um, who are the three greatest living musicians? If not, if you have any that are passed right on. Right said Fred. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, the, the Millie Vanilli. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> now you're really, now you're really pushing it. <laughs> I'll give you one that I, that I like, and, and this might be a little cliche, but I, I really, um, I love Dolly Parton and I not, you know, her catalog is quite vast. I, she's got hundreds upon hundreds of songs, but something about her is she's never sold the rights to any of her songs. I mean, she, she walked away from Elvis Presley covering. I will always love you because, um, who was this guy's name? Colonel. The Colonel required 10% uh, publishing rights to any song he performed and she wouldn't give that away. So there's something incredible about that, especially from the decades that she came from as a female mm-hmm. performer and songwriter. She just kind of proves the point that gender plays no role in talent and ability. Um, I, I would definitely name her up there. And then I'm even going to say, I'm not a huge fan. I don't listen to her a lot. I got to give it to Taylor Swift. This, this, lady has 
knocked it out of the park as a modern performer. Three, greatest, song. three greatest musicians. And you're like legitimately saying well, Taylor Swift. I don't want like to use the word greatest she just asked you. She just asked you. Greatest. I understand that. I'm giving my opinion. Scratch that one. Scratch. You <laughs> can say right said Fred. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I'll, I'll allow Dolly Parton and Millie Vanilli, but scratch off Taylor Swift. <laughs> and then you give one. What? What's the question? You give an artist. Herbie Hancock. He's one of the greatest uh, living musicians. Of David all time. Foster, then, if we want to oh, get right. like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know who David Foster is. No. But. Michael McDonald. Would you prefer that? I do like Michael McDonald. <laughs> I was just thinking of somebody. Taylor Swift is one of the greatest. That living has musicians. been an artist since. Do not put that. that uh, backhand Sally uh, does not. I will. I will omit that. <laughs> you can put Ginger. You can put Ginger Grace all day long. You can put Ginger Grace oh believes that Taylor Swift is worth it. You put. You will not put back hands alley or have my personal name associated with that statement. Don't taint his name, right? Okay, <laughs> exactly. Let's move on now. Miley Cyrus, though, you can put that one. I love Miley she Cyrus. Do you really? <laughs> Wrecking Ball. Justin Bieber. Favorite. That rounds out my my list of top three. Millie Vanilli. Oh gosh. Miley Cyrus. And Justin Bieber are the three greatest musicians that are alive today and will ever live. <laughs> Dash, close quote, Brock uh, from Backhand Sally. Please put on there, take everything he says with a grain of salt. <laughs> Less than a grain of salt. I was saying her because she's not from the 60s or 70s or 80s. She's and that's the what you think of. That's the first person you think of. It's modern. Somebody from this decade who's been writing music that's not been doing it since Herbie Hancock's time, <laughs> since the 1960s. I mean, you know, and then on the other side of that, I would definitely put Fleetwood Mac as a band in there as one of the greatest artists. People are still did listening you just to go, their music. Did you just go to yes. www.cliche.com? Nope. Taylor <laughs> Swift wouldn't have been on my cliche list. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, next you, question. Millie Vanilli is not even a real artist. <laughs> Maybe they're not. They, have, they put a whole album out after the whole thing. They put a whole album. You don't remember that? Nothing no. No. Lip singing, that's all it is. Yeah, oh, I guess they, they did, they, they did after that. They did, they read, didn't sell, <laughs> but they were actual artists. I didn't even know they had a second album <laughs> for sure. It was a great album. Well, there you go. Well, those are my answers. Do with those as you wish. <laughs> okay, I shall. I shall, <laughs> I <can't laughs> guys. I'm more written is gonna have Taylor Swift. I'm I gonna... hope so, and I hope she reads it, and I hope she goes. <laughs> on tour with me ginger and leave brock at home there you go yeah. i'll be the i'll be the i'll be brock but i'll have a long long hair wig go. on and then yeah. i'll be <laughs> and i'll walk in there like yeah you know what i'm Perfect. saying yeah hey, screw that screw that <laughs> who's that that's guy? your impression of me Taylor Swift. you know what you're not wrong <laughs> she's got you down she's got you pegged 20 minutes and she's got you pegged <laughs> hey voice, voice over characters i'm trying so <laughs> She's gonna. That's what she does. She we listens need, to us and she picks up our dialect. Some fan, if some fan is is listening and it happens to be an, an animator, draw. Please draw. Cartoonize me, and you can you can voice me, and this is gonna be the next biggest hit. I swear to God, it's gonna happen. There you go. There a million you go. dollar opportunity. I love that. So next please. <laughs> so so anyways, because this whole podcast is be nothing about arguing about Taylor Swift. I mean, I could put that in there, but I, I it wouldn't be very good in promoting you. But other than that, <laughs> I love it. I love the conversation. This is awesome. <laughs> I told so, you this was going to be the highlight of your day. No, well, I thought that was you saying that it was going to be the highlight of your week. No, for you. Oh, well, this is going to be the best part of your day. He, he, well, 
It, he was talking to he was talking about himself in the third person. Didn't we, oh didn't goodness we gracious! That? Yeah. Okay. My back. <laughs> I'm giving her such a hard time. No, it's cool. I love it. I need it. I need it. Thank you. <laughs> so tell the listeners exactly what is a Americana country rock group. What does that entail? Can you explain exactly? I mean, it says you have that, like they said, the mixture of rock, blues, country. I heard ska. I heard Latin, especially with the song that you had. Was it called um, Mexico. Mexico, Mexico Crush? Crush, yeah. and then yeah. you also have the um, oh, text you when I drink. Text, I think text you when I'm drinking. I love it. I love yeah. it. So, um, and then like it's a top forty dance hall. I mean, dance hall like Jamaican dance hall. Dance uh, anything. Hall? It just means we don't know what to call ourselves. What does Americana mean? Americana means we don't know what to call ourselves. If an artist calls themselves Americana, it's because they play a touch of everything. And you can't say, I'm a multi-genre artist. People don't like that. Radio stations don't like that. Producers don't like that. They want you in a box. So Americana is that box. Typically, though, Americana has a little bit, the, the lyrics are a little more storytelling-like if you listen to our songs. So you don't mm-hmm. don't fall into this most of them do. trap of of uh, an analysis on that. There's no analysis. We just don't know what to call ourselves. That's all American. But it, that's what most American artists are. Mm-hmm. And and on top of that, once you come out and do when you do one song, if we play one song, if we play Mexico Crush, for example, people have a hard time believing that we are a rock band or that we we can do uh, blues. I'm, I mean, I'm a huge blues uh, fan. I'm a jazz fan. Uh, we're we're 80s hair metal fans. We're 90s grunge fans. We're 70s disco fans. We're 60s Motown fans. We're 50s uh, rockabilly fans. But because people want to believe that you have to be something that you oh they you know he does blues that he that means he can't do country you know what do you mean? Um, as soon as we label ourselves as a country band, then then rock people don't really want to want to. Uh, pay attention to you or, or, or blues people don't want to really listen to you. So the, the, what we found is just to call ourselves Americana because people really don't know, have any idea exactly what it means. Then you can play anything you so want. So we can play. <laughs> it's one of the more, um, I think, I think what, what Americana means is just sort of, it's just true to the, you know, where the, the spirit of our song. Now I'm going to do the analysis and I do the analysis much better than you. Do you though? Yeah. You're, you're, um, you use a lot more words than I do. <laughs> exactly. So it, the, 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 the Americana is basically just, just a, uh, the, an honest uh, a sort of uh, outlook that we have on the things that we see. And, and that's how we write our songs. It's just, I only text you when I drink. That's just something that we've noticed is a, is a common that people do. You wake up in the morning and you look at your phone and you realize you made a bad mistake and you sent that text that you shouldn't have sent. That's Americana. That's writing about the, 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 the human condition. So that's why we're Americana artists. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Did you get all that? Did you write that down? I didn't see. She's you. recording it. So. Wait, wait. You got to say that again. I got to type it out again. Too. <laughs> uh, so no. So so here is the song "Mexico Crush." Check it out.
What made you write this particular song and what does it mean to you? Mexico Crush is, is, was a sneak peek that we gave you. And I don't know, maybe I made some mistakes. Who knows? You know, I did oh some things gosh. and that, but uh, the song is about. Uh, is it about a person or is it about the country? It's about the country for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I love or is that. it the tequila, tequila, orele, yes. the tequila, oh, yeah. man. Go. <laughs> tequila, way, there you go. Tequila, tequila way. way. <laughs> Anything you want it to be That's about. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Great analysis. Perfect. Exactly. Then nothing else. Not a woman. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh gosh you're really gonna get those rumors going <laughs> i wanted to know more about this issa vocal duel of the year award, award. that award is uh, in 2020 we won the international singer songwriter associations um award vocal duo of the year and that was for our album no instructions that was released in 2019 okay and so that's what made us eligible for that award. And there were about 10,000 um, different uh, musicians from the world that um, there's about 100,000 people in, involved in that organization. 10,000 or so were nominated and that whittles down over a six month process, four month process and down so on. It's actually voted on among like fans and then among um, a voting board on that thing. So it's not just like a Facebook poll or something. It's actually peers and radio executives and promoters that vote on that particular award. And so um, we were nominated in a couple categories, but that's the one that we won an award in and we were pretty proud of that. So next year when our our new album's coming out within the next uh, six weeks or so, so then we'll be eligible for that award next year and a few other awards that we will be eligible for in the next year. So, and that, that, one award that some people haven't even heard of kind of opened it up where people like, Oh, they won an award for original music. Maybe we should listen to their music. And so Mm -hmm. things like that kind of have helped that other 95% we were talking about um, uh, getting our name out there and those things. We've been nominated for several awards and other organizations, but obviously the one you win is the one that counts. So Mm -hmm. they say it's it's always nice to be nominated. Well, it's better to win. (laughs) Yeah. That's like coming in second or third, you know, Especially with the Olympics going on, like you just look at that bronze medal, like, oh, what the hell? You know, hey, first, you last. <laughs> exactly. So, have you, you ready? For, are you ready for the real answer now? Oh my gosh, no. You ready uh, for the real answer? We're not supposed to be here all day, man. We got a game I'm tonight. Sorry, I can't hear you. You're on mute. Say that again. <laughs> she muted you. We're in the same room, but she was just muted me only. That's fine. Okay, so I noticed that you, like you said, Pre-pandemic, you were involved in going out to Nashville ex- alongside doing Dallas. You have a spread so far hitting some shows scheduled for Dallas, but have you thought of extending past Nashville and Dallas in the near future? Yes. Hopefully. Um, uh, as the pandemic and things um, open back up, that's definitely on our on our list of things to do. We'll be we'll be kind of just expanding outside of into other cities in Texas. Uh, just drive wise, that makes the most sense. We've already expanded out and playing in the East Texas area, Longview. Um, uh, we have something coming up in Nacogdoches, not and not in the very like next month, as soon as the lady gets me back a date. Um, and then Austin and San Antonio, and then we'll branch out into Louisiana. Um, a lot of festivals as the festivals open back up and start doing those as we start promoting our next album. So definitely. And then, um, Pre-pandemic, we were playing in Mexico quite a bit. So we'll pick that back up and start going back over there and playing once or twice a year. And um, our international fan base that we play to over there. And cool. definitely want to pick that back up. We go to Nashville to play our originals because that's where they're received the best. And, and that's our reasoning behind traveling to Nashville. And we do pretty well out there and we're received well there. So if Dallas can only get with it on that original mm. music scene. <laughs> very true. Very true. I know you have probably uh, more persons that are in the band, like you have the drummer and you have all of that. Is there, who's the drummer? Who's the guitarist? Who's the singer? Do you have, or are you looking to have an additional person? 
Um, the core of us is us. You, would you like to be part of our band? <laughs> you say you sing uh, first and second soprano. We're always looking for <laughs> harmony. <laughs> but the core is, I think of like Holland Oaks or somebody or Brooks yeah. and Brown. So <laughs> we're the core. And then we do have other musicians that we work with. Uh, Corey Reynolds is our main drummer. Sometimes he's not available. So we have some other sub drummers that we work with. And um, we are currently looking for a bass player. (laughs) But we have some some buddies in in the music scene that we work with there. But again, uh, the core are ourselves. And then I guess we would count Corey as our uh, next close one. And then we just hire musicians depending on the gigs and shows. I didn't have something to say. (laughs) Got anything to add, Brock? Uh, I, I have no further questions, Your Honor. Fifth, the you plead the fifth, yes, sir. Yeah. So it, it primarily, it says, but uh, you know, if a project uh, or a game, she just gives you know, such such stale stock answers. That's what I. That's the problem that I have. What answer do you want me to give? I don't know. You just answer. Pizzazz. Yeah, we have a peacock and a flamingo that play in our van. I don't know. What you want. <laughs> Although that would be pretty cool. Answers. Nobody wants to read that. Oh, what's the name? They're not reading it. They're listening to it. Nobody wants to hear that. They want to hear the stories and the fun. Okay, but that doesn't answer the question. (laughs) Tell me more outside of all this that I that you like to share with the listeners. If you like me to add that to that, (laughs) she's not. How do you know this? Take the floor. Take the floor, Brock. It's your turn. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Tell your story. Uh, We are we are the heart and soul of Backhand Sally. Just the two of us. And uh, we have uh, nothing more to say about that. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right, Forrest. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. I'll get the next question. Well, so we do have something fun going on tonight. We're playing the Deep LMR Festival. I know this is going to come out way past that, but. Yes, I saw that. Um, yeah, and we'll be playing that as a trio. So our drummer. Deep uh, yeah, and then Corey, t- Corey will be playing that one with us tonight. That was one of the things I wanted to add in there because you have the second album as well as you have current available pre-sales. So yes, what would be the places that listeners would love to check you out for more information about your band? www.backhandsallymusic.com and any and um and Facebook. They can look at Backhand Sally Music on Facebook. Those are the two best places um the website will take you to our YouTube page, take you to our Facebook, take you to Instagram, Apple Music. Uh, you know, iTunes, Amazon Music, all uh, Spotify. So one stop shop, backhandsalonmusic.com. Okay. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to put you on my music list because I do Amazon Music. Great. And, thank and you. the podcast will be on there too. So, okay. I listen to Amazon win-win. Music as well. Cool. Cool. I think Brock feels like I've outed him. I'm so sorry that you feel. Yeah, one, one, one day I may be able to recover from this. He'll survive. So. He'll be fine. It won't, it He'll won't. get some drinks in him tonight at the show and it'll be, I'll, it'll I'll be all forgiven. I'll bring some I'm tequila. Gonna, I'll bring some tequila and some menudo for perfect. you. Oh, I'm gonna, perfect. I'm going to, I'm going to drunk zoomy later. So have drinks. your computer ready. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the next phase of drunk calling. I'm not going to yeah. drunk call or drunk text you. I'm going to drunk, drunk zoom, zoom you. you. No, 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 no. I'm, we're, <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> We're good. I like her. She's great. (laughs) 
So is there any additional things like if you have anything else that you want me to add in there for the show notes, um, I will put your websites. I will put the Facebook and uh, identify that you have your music on those particular music platforms that they can listen to. The album is available for pre-sale right now, but mm-hmm. they, if they go to the website, they'll see that as well. So mm-hmm. um, wash your hands. Yeah. Make sure you wear a mask. And and tip, your, tip your bartenders. <laughs> yeah, if you just, you know, put the, put our contact info in there and, and ask them to check our calendar out. We have other stuff coming, a lot of stuff throughout the end of the year. So, okay. So, I'm and we're available for booking. They can put us, put that down there too. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's our Venmo? At backhand dash Sally. <laughs> <laughs> What's our cash app? <laughs> At backhand Sally or that's, a dollar sign backhand Sally. That's what, uh, and we're running specials right now on our CDs. So yeah, check those out. Oh, our, our first CD. Yeah, we are running a special on that online. And um, we have some, oh, and our new album is, uh, you actually, if they get on now, they can order a vinyl copy and we have merch. Get you a backhand Sally t-shirt today. Um, and if they order, do pre-orders, they can have a vinyl copy of the new album. So not just a CD or Sweet. digital. Yeah, Sweet. those are pre-orders only. So once the pre-orders are done, then only those people get vinyl for now. We do. And if you buy them live, we do. And if you order them from us, we autograph everything. So Sweet. And then we have an eight airs gig in December. Um, and we're going to be doing a holiday event at Oaked Barbecue that is honoring um, the military, but it's going to be open to the public. That date is to be determined. So just visit our show calendar and it will be updated as soon as we have that date. Those are the three big events coming up after this podcast comes out. So Wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing that information. And it's been a pleasure. Brock. It's been great talking to you, Jasmine. I, I have to bite my tongue. It's been a pleasure, Brock, to meet you. It's been an honor. It's been an honor, Ginger. Oh, it's been great talking with you, Jasmine. <laughs> I wish I could say the same. No, yes. I'm kidding. It's okay. It's okay. We're having a good time. I'm still loved. <laughs> well, I can't wait to, to see how you put it all together. And thank you so much for doing this. And um, if you're ever close, to, us. If you're ever close to, uh, out in the Dallas area, look us up, come and hang out, say hi sometime. Please do. I pass Dallas every night. Well, there you go. At three so, o'clock in the morning. So if you guys are awake, we're usually time. out at three in the morning. So yeah. check our calendar and then yeah. send us a message. Are you the guys making all those, the, the firecrackers and shooting stuff in the air? That's, that's like, yep, that's their house. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's us. <laughs> we had a great time thank you so much yes sir yes sir and it's been a pleasure thank you so much awesome thank you so much we'll have a great rest of your friday yeah have a good friday thank you (laughs) bye-bye bye thank you for listening to noise palooza zion podcast i'm jasmine castillo also known as dj jim jam if you are wanting to be promoted on my podcast please reach out to me if you are a small business entrepreneur musician, or artist, www.jasminecastillovoice.com. Stay tuned for the next upcoming episode.